Yo, 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 welcome back to the Ain't Saint Podcast. It's your host, like always, Angie here in the building, guys. And it's the sixth, number six episode today. All right, all right. Consistently, consistency all the way. And I'm here with Shelda. Hi, Angie. <laughs> I got Shelda here in the building, guys. Um, so, you know, Shelda, like, I don't, like, I, every pod, I guess, is like a thing. I always ask, like, what's a fun fact about yourself, Shelda? Mm. Like one fact about Shelda. I feel like I have a lot Ooh. to say, but Damn, you should talk. <laughs> like I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared. Okay, fun fact. You know I have a godson. Oh, you do? Oh no, she does. She talks about him. If he's listening to this podcast, he's probably too young, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. But he she always talks about you. Mm-hmm. She always talks about you. But yeah. Um Shelda has a godson that she's adore heavily. Um, but Besides even that, like, um, I've been new Shelda since I was young. She's probably, she's, the, like, the first person on the pod that can speak to knowing me back in the day in Brooklyn. Because everybody else so far have knew me since in college. But Shelda, we knew each other for a while. Yeah. yeah so, like, quick summary of me and Shelda's story real quick. <laughs> me and Shelda used to go to church school together mm-hmm. back in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, it was a Catholic, um church and um yeah we just got our shout out to our lady of refuge yeah shout out lady of refuge you know what i'm saying and what part of it was in brooklyn was it in flat will we say flatbush or i i I that was in foster Ave. yeah i think you could say like east flatbush yeah it was in east flatbush yeah flatbush was right there yeah so that's how me and shelda met and then after church we kind of faded off and then when i came to school here it was like yo shelda and then that's when me and Shelda like talk back ever since. So like that's kind of like me and I guess like me and Shelda's journey. But like how would you describe like our relationship, Shelda? Because Tara would say, um, shout out Tara out there. But Tara would say like you're like a big sis to her in a sense. Me? Mm-hmm. That's what Shelda would say. I don't think you're like, hmm. I don't know, Shelda. A big sis. I understand why Tara would say that. But I feel like, I don't know. I feel like Shelda's just someone that always been able to push me in a way. I feel like Shelda. I don't know what kind of label I would put it, but that's how I always see you. Yeah. I think we're just one of those friends that kind of have like respectable boundaries for each other. I agree. Like um, we reach out to each other. I obviously like when we see each other we talk mm-hmm. but if we don't see each other for a long time and we don't talk or go out for a long time that doesn't change anything like we still talk like it's like no tomorrow yeah. like it's just like oh shoot okay Shelda how's life how's everything yeah. I would say our relationship is like Shelda's like definitely the mature one out of me really yeah Shelda yeah you, you know that immature ways though I do I yeah, do so I think we all have like this inner child in us right so that's that's a little bit of me, but I think if we if if me and you met me and Shelda, you'd be like, oh yeah, Shelda is definitely the grown, giving, mature. But Angie is also really mature. I think the one thing that we have in common is that we both have like this big sister, like right. Like, I'm the oldest sibling. It does, I yeah. Have a younger brother, yeah. And so do you. Like right. I watched the way that you talk to your younger siblings, mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the. It, I I see you that way. When you're like when you're talking to your siblings, it's one of the most mature ways 
if that makes sense. No, that's true. That's true. That's true. But if you see Sheldon mature, you see me, I already give her rub the bag. Like, she's silly. She's crazy. And that's how just me and Sheldon, like, came about. But I think one thing that I really needed at, on this campus was somebody who can relate to me in a Haitian aspect. Because I didn't have no one here who was Haitian besides, yeah, besides me at the time. Did you know anybody else on campus who was Haitian? No. Really, right? No. Not that you mentioned it, no. You Exactly. So Shelda was able to, it was nice to have somebody there who was also Haitian because that's a part of me that I feel like I couldn't express here at school. You know what I'm saying? And I was going to just talk about, like, Katie and everything for a second, Shelda, because that's something I didn't talk about in the fall. Like, for anybody who's just listening first time, like, I'm not from Haiti. Shelda is from Haiti. Mm -hmm. we're, you were born there, and then you were raised there until what? How, how old were you, Shelda? So I was born there, and I spent majority of my childhood here. Mm -hmm. The first time we came here, I was probably around like six years old. Okay, so Shelda was six when you moved to Brooklyn. For the very first time. Um, and then we had to take myself and my sibling, we went back and forth a few times. Oh, so you've been back and forth in Haiti and stuff. Mm -hmm. Still to this day, Shelda? No, like, no, 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 no. It stopped at a certain yeah, point. The last time we went um, as a family, I was already living here permanently, but back in 2012, we took a family trip down to Haiti. My mm -hmm. mom, myself, and my brother. Oh, two years after the earthquake happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So if guys don't know, like, was it 2010 the earthquake happened? It was happened? 2010, yeah. Yeah, the, or the biggest, her I wouldn't say biggest, but it was like a big earthquake, I feel like, at the time where my parents was, like, going crazy about, like, the earthquake back then yeah. in Haiti. And I don't know how it was for you in 2010, Shelda, but... The household was definitely calling people. Yeah. F like, obviously, we were still young. Yeah, we were really young when that happened. During that time. we I, was, I think I was probably, like, in third grade. Yeah. But, like I said, we first moved here in 2007, and we were going back and forth. Um, so it was three of us, myself, my brother, and my sister. Mm -hmm. And so my sister and I would go back and forth. My brother was the youngest, so he stayed with my mother. Mm. And... When the earthquake happened, I was actually in Haiti. Oh, wow. No, Shelly, you were in Haiti? Really? Wow. Like, as I'm talking about it, my heart is racing really fast. Really? We just want really? talking really fast. But, yeah, we were in Haiti. And wow. then I came back shortly. and But my sister actually passed away in the earthquake. Whoa. No, guys. Whoa, Shelly, for real? Yeah, that's one thing about me. I'm not really vulnerable, and I don't tell people that. Like, you hear me talk about my brother and other people in my family, but right. I've never mentioned a sister. No. So, I, yeah, I'm not a vulnerable person, and I don't talk about it often, but... Wow. Yeah, I think I owe it to myself to, like, start accepting things. Right, especially on the pod. Wow, Shelda. I was like, no, I'm I'm sorry, guys. Whoa, really, Shelda? Yeah, I well, think I'm sorry for this your is loss, the second time... Or maybe the third time that I've said it publicly. Oh, really? But, um, like, no, this is really, really public. No, yeah. But, yeah, like, I I don't talk about that. Wow. Well, Shelda, okay, sorry, let me get myself together. No, it's okay, girl, take it off. Um, sorry for your loss. That's number one, Shelda. No, it's okay. Wow, Shelda. And I didn't mean to spring. No, no, no. Hey. I just threw it on you. So. No, 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 Shelda. Like, I'm just like, I'm just learning so much right now. I'm trying to. Yeah. So, okay. So you were in Haiti and did, 
you were in a house when this mm-hmm. happened? Mm-hmm. Did the house collapse? Oh my it, god. It was it wasn't earthquake. It wasn't. It was, yeah. So okay, okay, okay. You know what? Because <laughs> I feel like I'm like yeah. So yeah, okay. But overall, <laughs> wow. So you, as you like, the earthquake was like extremely like it. It really took a toll on my family, mm-hmm. and um, it was just. I feel like that that left a permanent mark on them. And then I remember my grandma started moving in that next following year. Mm to stay with us after because after the earthquake haiti went yeah 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 yeah. it's been in a down going downhill ever since and so um a lot of my family's members came from haiti to new york um but i wanted to talk to shelda about like i feel like there's been a lot of like things about being haitian and then being haitian american Mm -hmm. right because i would say I because Shelda, you're from you're from Haiti, right? So you're Haitian, and then I guess I'll be portrayed as like a Haitian American since, you know, I was born in New York and I was raised in a Haitian household. But I, but in a sense, I feel like I'm Haitian in a way. Of course. But I feel like people do put a like a a stigma between them two. So I was like, I was like, damn, when Shelda pull up on the pod, we gotta talk about what's the difference here. Because Sheldon knows me in a way where she, I feel like she can be like, well, Angie, you do these things that I know that Haitian, yeah. So, so my brother was also born in Haiti, but the only difference is that he was much younger than me, of course, when we first moved here. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have the experience of like going um, to Haiti as frequently as I did. So even the way he speaks Creole is very like Haitian American like. Mm. <laughs> and sometimes we would laugh at him when he makes mistakes. With like Creolic and- English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he speaks Creole, but it's just funny and the accent is there and you can tell like it's not like a native speaker. Mm. Um, so that's one of the main difference, obviously, the accents. Mm. But other than that, for me, like culture means a lot more than where you were born. Right. Because you can be born anywhere and don't fit in with the people around you at all because That's you know true. that you're different. So the household that you live in, right? So the culture that you're being immersed in every day is a lot more important than just your birthplace. Okay, so you feel like if somebody was born from born from Haiti, but mm-hmm. they they grew up in an area that was predominantly white that was there was no haitian like mm-hmm. culture in the house mm-hmm. it's a different situation it's a different situation because that person could either want to connect with their culture with their culture a lot more because they don't see it around them or they can want to they can want to run away from their culture because they don't want to be associated with it mm-hmm. so it's yeah, like sure. either one can happen you can they can either choose to embrace their culture because it's different Right. Or they can choose to run away from it because they feel different. Right, 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 right. Mm, I agree with Sheldon in a way. Like, in a way mm-hmm. I feel like, but they always put that, well, you weren't from there, where you weren't yeah. from there in it. But I definitely met people um, in New York who um, was raised in a Haitian household, knows Creole, like, no tomorrow, yeah. knows how to cook <laughs> food, knows, knows how to cook diri so spa, know how to do every single thing, dance to compa and everything. And I feel like you can't, be like they're not Haitian because exactly because you know, they weren't born there. No. Right, right, right. It's 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 you're just trying to divide people. Right, and it's not gonna end well. Instead, we should embrace everyone from the diaspora and not try to create this 
things that divide us. That's true. And you know, Shelda, like... Because at the end of the day, we're still warriors. Yeah, we're still warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Revolutionary spirit. <laughs> and you know, Shelda, another thing, too, is that I, I feel like the difference, I feel like, is how they look. Like how a Haitian person will look. Mm-hmm. versus a Haitian American and I think because you came so young Shelda I don't know if you've seen people that like straight came from Haiti like I don't know you never seen I the, this past summer I had a cousin he came straight from Haiti to the part like because we had like a graduation party for my cousin and no it wasn't great it was his birthday um shout out Nick out there and he came to um his party Shelda I was like now nah, you can tell he's like Haitian <laughs> <laughs> came from You're Haiti. So funny. I feel like, and can I was, you tell what can you tell about looking at me? I feel like you came so young, Shelda. Though I'm not gonna lie, though I'm not gonna lie. But if you cannot tell me, Shelda, if you met somebody coming straight off of like Haiti, that they don't look different. And I was talking to my friend Giovanna about it. They were like, because it's always hot outside, right? In mm-hmm. Haiti, there's like just different. It's a different climax in a different like area that like, cause you know, not to bring science into this, like the environment you're mm-hmm. in can kind of like shift how a person looks Mm -hmm. and when i even when i went to jamaica jamaican people over there over there like looks different from a jamaican american in new york that's what we were like you know talking about i don't know if you've seen though shelda i don't know i guess the only thing i can say is that because the environment is so different and by environment i mean like political environment Mm. it can probably create a lot of stress that Mm. makes people maybe look um i don't look different i don't know mm. i don't know i've never really thought about it that way really yeah mm, i i i feel like after going to jamaica and just seeing the difference mm-hmm. like with people in jamaicans in new york versus jamaicans over there i was like wow there's a difference and it can really do with like the environment they grew up yeah. in. they're in the sun all the time there's other stuff that plays into it i feel like but do you feel like they also act different Hmm, I feel like I haven't been in there long enough to even say that. But for sure, I feel like it's New York. New York is its own culture at that. So, yeah. of course, they act way different from people in Jamaica, for sure. So, yeah. I mean, it's not something that I really noticed. Notice? All right. Well, Sheldon's going to know. You, y'all let me know. I want y'all, whoever, if y'all in New York or even Florida. Florida is full of Haitians people. <laughs> even boston massachusetts anywhere if you see like a like if you a family member is visiting you from another country and you'd be like oh yeah you can't you do look different from like how like people where i'm from is like you i I know i'm not bugging guys i know for a fact i'm not bugging but another thing shoulder is i think one thing about being haitian um is like still on on the back of my mind sometimes is that my parents because you were able to go to haiti back and forth like until 2012 but my parents never took me to haiti and they always say like there's always volas over there there's always and for you guys i don't know volas this is like thieves like yeah thieves out in the street and she always say like it's dangerous it's not safe to go or anything but she's been saying this since i was a little child bro now i'm 21 and i still never been to haiti you know and i think that's one aspect of like truly like knowing your culture too is actually experiencing it and going to your country because i'm so pushed like i'm so like i always like advocate for my culture and and everything like that but i never even seen the country it also makes me feel some type of way that i hear other people go to haiti i'm like damn you I'm feel Asian like an myself. imposter mm. 
But I think sometimes we, okay, I think we really do have to shift the narrative of, of how we choose to talk about our country and mm-hmm. how we choose to tell our children about our country. Mm-hmm. Because I think from the media perspective and a lot of Haitian perspectives, like Port-au-Prince is Haiti. Mm-hmm. And I've spoken to my mom multiple times, like, yes, there's a lot of political unrest there, but that's mainly in the capital. That's mainly in Port-au-Prince. And Port-au-Prince is not the whole of Haiti. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely do want to go. Even if I don't go to Port-au-Prince, like, I see reels all the time of people going to um, Cap Haitien. Right. Like, my mom is from Jeremy. Like, when I went to, when we went to Haiti in 2012, we went to Jeremy. The, like, the nature, breathtaking. Mm-hmm. The It was so beautiful. You, you will never see greenery like that. The mm-hmm. mountains, the river. It was beautiful. I really loved it. And my brother enjoyed it. You're not going to get Wi-Fi in the village or whatever. We but, each other. <laughs> but I, we were too young to be right. like, you know, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi. But it was really beautiful. And I think we need to be more, be a bit more intentional in right. how we choose to describe our country. Right. Because even though it's not in the best state right now, it is up to us to promote it and to uplift it and to give her love because at the end of the day it's still it's still our land Mm -hmm. it's the land that our ancestors fought for it's where our revolution happened and though we're in a bad state right now we can only pray for her and love her and that you know maybe in the future something will change yeah because there's still a lot of people on the ground that's continuously fighting like yeah. we're an oppressed nation, we're an oppressed country. Right. You know what I mean? So And you know, Shelda, um I agree with you because my mom, because she always instilled that fear of me, like mm-hmm. you shouldn't go to Haiti is so bad. Like, you know, like her and it's my dad too. It always like because a lot of people ask me, you can just go. Like you're twenty one. Like you don't need your parents to take you there. Yeah. Granted that's true, but it's just like because they instilled that. Mm-hmm. going to that country something is gonna happen to you you're gonna die i don't even want to even look at a flight or anything mm-hmm. to go to haiti and that's my that's like one of the issues i have because shelda is right i'm on tiktok i see people going oh my gosh i'll go to haiti yeah you know what i'm saying you know guys i'm an ra so i one of like i was talking to my residents right and he was like, yeah, one of the countries me and my parents went to is Haiti. I'm like, wow. And I'm Your like, is what? White. Mm. And it's just like crazy. Don't go to Haiti. Like, you know, Port-au-Prince is not, you know, it's part of right. Haiti, but it's not like, it's not the whole of Haiti. Like, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, and I feel like this is just, this is a conversation where I feel like a lot of people um, relate to, because even Kodak Black, he was in an interview. Mm-hmm. And they will ask, "How you been to Haiti? Have you been to Haiti?" And his he said, "My mom never let, never exactly. wanted me to go to Haiti." Yeah. Comments going, "Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I felt yeah. the same." I'm like, "What is going on?" Yeah. No, know? like I'm not gonna lie. My mom still says, like, you know, things are not going well there right now. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot. I have um, family members who live in Port-au-Prince. Like, there's a lot of injustices happening there. But like I said, it's not the entire country. Right. It's just a. Ca- I, I feel like it's mainly the capital. Capital. Um. But a lot of people live in Haiti. A lot of people that have money live in Haiti. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like too, just growing up in New York, and I don't know about shelter experience. I also feel like just being Haitian was something like. I don't feel like Haiti hot take real quick in Brooklyn, New York, was one of the prominent Caribbean countries 
that was showcased in New York. You Growing know? up, right, you hear that, like now Afrobeat is accepted by everyone and everybody loves Afrobeat and everybody right. loves Africans. But remember when that wasn't always the case? Right. That was like Haiti was that of like And it still is. It was basically that. Like they would make fun of you, um, for being Haitian. Right. And you like you would get bullied for being Haitian. Especially after would, the earthquake. Yeah, yeah, and they would make rude comments and Things like that would happen just because of where you're from. Right. Every time, even when I'm in the club and they'd be like, shout out Trinidad, shout out Jamaica, shout out um, um, Guyana, shout out um, St. Vistin. Like they will shout out every single Caribbean country. I'm waiting for Haiti. Don't come in. I'm waiting for Compa to play. Don't come in. None of like every time I'm in a Caribbean party is just very interesting. And it's like even if they play a song, it's that song. So do you know the um upa fast fast that one. It's always that it's song. It's always that one. That's true. It's all, no, even here mm, in the, the DMV. Caribbean, that's like stuff like it's always Oh yes. yeah, it's always like that one song like that upa fast like Yeah. And Sheldon what? means so we have a Caribbean pageant on campus, guys, um to showcase every country um mm -hmm. Caribbean country on camp like now on campus. Just sh showcasing Caribbean countries. Mm -hmm. And what were you saying about it? And to go back to your point, mm -hmm. even when they are playing other songs, no compa, no gabodai, and we, we have another music genre called gabodai, which is a little bit more like crazier, right. dancing, none of that. Actually, it's they did not play one, it. No, it's it's always that one song, like, like yeah. That's how that like, song came out to be so popular. Exactly. <laughs> Like, that's the right. Like, how did they just, you know? They it's not, a, it's not the first song I think of when I think of like Haitian, Haitian. music. Exactly. Yeah, that's the one that comes to every DJ mind. Yeah. DJ Tony Mix. That's oh, what yeah. we need. DJ Tony Mix. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> You're so stupid. We need for him that. to host every Caribbean party. Yo, yeah. yo, yo, you know the real DJ that can host every Caribbean party? Oh. Also, City. Also, City. Yeah. Yo, Oso City, Oso City will play some Rabada. Let's talk about Oso City right yeah. now. Oso City is such a good DJ because he's so versatile. Yeah, bro. he plays he'll play reggaeton, like he'll he'll yeah. play soca, he'll Afro play everything. I, I listen to his mix sometimes, and he has a Rabada mix. Sounds yeah, really he knows every genre. Yo, shout out Oso he, City, bro. He you be in Haiti? Oh, that's another thing about like going to Haiti. We talk about like Haiti's this, Haiti's that, like our parents and right. our community is putting instilling this fear on us. You know, IR Star was in Haiti. Really? Yeah. She was? She was in Haiti back in September when she For was. For a concert stuff? Yeah, I know she's she on was, tour. She was doing a tour. Yeah, and oh, she wow. was in Haiti back in September. Wow. Wait, actually, no, this is good that Shelda said that. So yesterday, Shelda. So it's parents' weekend at our school. So every, every parent is pulling up. Shelda, did your mom come? No, no, no. Okay, my parents didn't come either. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so my friend Chioma's mom came, right? Chioma's mom is Nigerian. So we talking, nice lady. You know what I'm saying? She, she, I told her I'm Haitian. She goes and say, you know, a lot of Haitians think they're Nigerian or you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, really? And I told her, you know what? It kind of makes like a little sense because it's like i told her like i grew up watching african movies listening to african music and stuff really cool <laughs> so that you grew up with that too yes back when there was the dvd player exactly like, what you know about that bro you know about that 
No, I was just telling them on the pod with Chioma when yeah, she was here. Beyonce and Rihanna. Oh, yes! <laughs> no! Stop screaming, you're all you that white-skinned guy yeah. in the African movies? Michael? Magic yes. Michael? Oh, my God, Shelda. And, you know, you know, when she told me that, I was not surprised when she told me that, guys. Is because I feel like Haitian people always been, like, supportive of yeah, African culture. African yeah, African culture. Exactly. Like my aunt, um, shout out Fallon. She would play like um P Square all the time mm -hmm. when I was young and um other you people. Bro, I don't know I why though. Know, like, mm. I don't know why it's like Haitian people are like Cause it seemed like it's in your family too. Yeah, no, for real. Like when when we first moved here, my auntie was the one who introduced my mom to like like um, African movies and all. Yeah. So she would always get like the CDs and right. the movies would be long as hell. Apart one, yeah. two, three, but it'd be four, scary <laughs> for those <laughs> out there. You know scary. why it's scary. Sometimes it's a little scary, but now looking at it, it, it was a bit comical because we really believe that. Oh like, yeah, it doesn't even look real. Exactly. But but yeah it was the same thing in my household and still to this and I day i love african movies no yeah sheldon not like e sheldon don't even um not only love african movies she love afro she love everything y'all she I love afrobeats yeah so men, the men included <laughs> oh it's just a thought <laughs> so like um i wasn't surprised when her mom said that and still to this day like i still listen to african music and etc like even with afrobeats just start blowing up bro i've been on this bro right I've been on this. Right? Mm hmm Like Yeah, Sheldon. Yeah, just know Davido. No. Yeah. I no, no, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sheldon just went to Burner's Boy concert this summer, y'all. Mm -hmm. And then I know you had a blast over I there. I had a blast. Yeah. And I saw Rama too this summer. You oh you saw Rama too? Nah, Sheldon yeah. got it. I saw my husband and my boyfriend. Oh no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Rama, but he you know he was at the festival, so he only um played for like you know not too long but you saw him his mm -hmm. whole concert yeah i did I that's did. tough yeah mm -hmm. my favorite right now is rema who's your favorite i love burner boy and i love rema i also but who's like you listening mm. to crazy right now because me is rema oh my god i can't i would say burner boy because he's such a lyricist is that, mm. is that how you say the word like his i don't know like his words like but Rema is such a vibe. Like, yeah. Rema gives that little Caribbean flex vibe. I don't know if that makes sense. I know it's Afrobeat. Please don't come for me. <laughs> but, he, I mean, it's the... Yeah. Like, you can't tell me when you listen to the song. You don't feel like... Uh, you don't feel yeah. like throwing a whole line. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I like your booty bounce. <laughs> so, I love both of them. Oh, I can't choose. Um... I also like Ashake, but I never really understand. Yes, who's popular right now? Make me fat, make me fat. Oh, yeah. She's African. Oh, where's she from? Um, ooh, let's search that up. Where is she from? <laughs> yeah, cause that's that song is going to my mind. Yeah, um, she's from. She's South African, born mm. and raised in. Uh, what is her name? It's this is her Ty name. Tyla. Yeah, yeah it's Tyla. Yeah, you right, Shelda. Um, let me type up where she's from. Uh, where is she from? Nah, but I couldn't choose between Berna or uh or, or Rema. Rema. Damn, you think it's? I uh, think a lot I'm... of people will say that Burna Boy beats Rema right yeah. now for sure. But yeah, no, I do love Burna Boy. Uh, but, but no, Rema's good. Rema. Oh, she's from South Africa. I can. Where? Oh, she's from South Africa, Johannesburg. Johannesburg. All right, shout out her, bro. I like that song. 
Uh, <laughs> we're we're creating words here. Yes, like, we're we're really making up. I think I'm making up words as I go. Sometimes, Shelda, you're fine. Shelda, you're <laughs> fine. And not only that, Shelda, I was let's okay. Let's stick with the Rema thing. So mm-hmm. basically, I want to say here on the pod too is that guys, I feel like only certain people can come and make Caribbean music or African music. Let me let me tell you that Calm Down Selena Gomez feature in Rema's, like Rema Calm Down featuring Selena Gomez is, I don't like it at all. I don't think Selena fit it. I know he won an award, the VMAs with that song with her in it, but Rema was good with that song. I don't, I feel like not a lot of Americans can come on those tracks and make it better like it's it was good without you you yeah. know what i'm saying Shelda? it was mm-hmm. and um well do you but, have something to say now yeah i was gonna say some people don't recognize that mm-hmm. i was just saying to calm down way before selena or selena was on it right okay but some people don't recognize the greatness unless there's western influence i guess mm, that's true because Ever since she came on it, it just went. Yeah, like all the radios were playing that version. And it's such a great song without her in it. No offense to Selena. We love you. We love you. But like that song was great by itself. It There's this song with Gunna right now. Like, um, well, you know what I'm talking I, about? I know what you're talking about. And that, okay. There's some people. That, that's what I'm saying. Some Americans can do well with it because Gunna. Mm-hmm. Feature in it. Oh, uh, what was that song? I, I I literally I can't think of the name, but it's the blessed this year. Yeah, yeah, that one. That song, I gonna got it on that one. However, um, I don't know. I just feel like like for example, Rema mm-hmm. just came out with a new song with Ice Spice. Shelda, I don't know if you heard it. It's not good. No offense to Ice Spice, but like. I don't know, Rama. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like only certain people can do it. Gunna was able to do it well, but not that. Um, mm. What else? Like, ooh, even I, I also F off like Africans. I can with- hear the bad flow right now. Really? Spice. <laughs> Ice Spice. Ice Spice, sorry. I can hear the bad flow right now. But I like the collab of like um, African music and like Caribbean music. Like, mm-hmm. Burner Boy had a song with, um, what was that guy? He's, um, he's Caribbean. The, the, the Taliban? The Taliban remix? Yes. Oh, I know what you're um, talking about. Okay, that's good too. That's that's good. But I was talking about another song. Um it has Angel in it. Um uh, uh it was in Brenna's Boy album. The new one? No, old one. Uh put in the comments what song you're talking about. <laughs> but it's like something with Angel in it. But it was a Caribbean artist and it felt Felt well with that one. I don't know. With me, some only American people can do it right. Even if it's the Caribbean. The combination of Caribbean artists and Afrobeat artists is great. Top, I love it. Top tier. Top I tier. Or Afrobeat with um, uh, mm-hmm. like London or UK. Oh, you think it's good? Rappers. Yeah, I think I like with the little accent. Okay. I like never heard J-Hus. that. You remember at the beginning of City City Boy uh, with Burna Boy? Oh, yes. I yeah, think- yeah. You think it's J Hus? Don't quote me. I don't. I don't be knowing people's names. All right. All right. Well, yeah, that's that. And um, I think they have a song together. Oh, they have a song together. Mm, okay. 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 So isn't he the same one that made a song with uh, Drake? The um, who told J Hus? Who told you? I don't know. Google I don't know who J Hus is. I think we might be wrong. Oh gosh. Anyways, guys. Um, but Shelda, how how you been this week? How you been? Good. Yeah. I'm studying for midterms. Oh gosh, midterms. Shelly, you have midterms next week? Yeah. 
Damn, so guys, it's it's I already done with my midterms, but like I guess Shelda is preparing, so okay, I wish you well, Shelda. I only have one exam for a midterm, so you got a lot? I have two. Mm -hmm. Uh this upcoming week. I have an exercise physiology one. Oh wow. And I have a health promotion management one. Wow. Alright, so you know what guys, whoever is waking up in the morning on Monday, like waking up in the morning. <laughs> Are you so stupid? <laughs> Like, I don't know, like, if you're going through midterms too, like, Shelda, you have that midterm tomorrow? No, 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 I have it on Wednesday. So oh, Wednesday? Time. Oh, you a little bit of time? All right, I'm going to just wish y'all the best and everything, whatever preparation you guys getting for the week. Y'all got this. Um, And Shelda, you got this too. Good luck, Charlie. And we good luck, Charlie. is crazy. <laughs> this week, um, not a lot happened with me. Like, parents week, yeah. Oh, I got to see LL Cool J. And more oh, chestnut. Oh my God, yeah, did. I yes. Did. So for guys that don't, you more, did you love me say? I'm kidding. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yo, Shelby would have been like, oh my gosh, Shelby would have geeked up. Yeah, he's actually he's okay. So when I, so you guys know I work for Fox, right? It's a local news station in DC. It's called Fox Five DC. One of the best internships I had, and um. Friday, um, this past Friday, guys, they were telling me LL Cool J is coming in Morris Chestnut. And so, you know, guys, I'm trying to be a journalist and I was trying to get some interviews with them. And so Morris and LL, you know, they treated me like they're like I was their daughter. Like it really wasn't giving like this is Morris Chestnut. Like like the way they were talking to me, I'm like, all right, dad. All right, dad. But it was cute. Like in, in a way where it's just like it made me less nervous and it made me like, OK, you know what I'm saying? So, because with Morris Chestnut, and I'm going to post this interview, y'all, so you guys can listen. Like, because I was saying, like, in the interview, like, you know, you a ladies' man. Everybody be loving you. And he like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what to say. And then Ella was just very much like, you got this. Mm -hmm. Like, I hope best for you in the future. Oh, that's so sweet. Like, really nice men. I feel like I can really interview actors, like, coming up. Because they were older actors, too, maybe, you know? So, mm -hmm. yeah, they were really cool. And it, they aged really well. Like, mm -hmm. looking at them, like, without, like, watching them on freaking Tyler Perry movie or anything yeah. like that. Or, um... They just really look how they look on movies and stuff. Like, wow. So It's good to know that some people in the industry are really kind. No, yeah. They are really kind. Shout out them, bro. Shout out them for real. So that was my week. Wow. Why you said wow, Shelda? <laughs> you, you blew mine out the park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Shelda, you said it's midterms. Did anything else happen with No. No. <laughs> Oh god damn! I saw it on your story. You know that was that was that was nice. That was nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So now we're gonna get into the docket, guys. News of the week, and really, I feel like we gotta talk about Jada Pinkett here, man. Oh my gosh, Elda. Um. So for you guys that I don't know, Jada Pinkett Smith, right? Actress, host of Red Table Talk. Um. She created that. Um. What else can we say that Jada done? she sing does jada i don't think jada sings but like she's she's just a well-known figure like mm. literally i i love jada um and she came up with this book called um worthy that dropped october 4th 2023 um and then news break out october 13 um she revealed that she and will smith are legally married but they are no longer in a romantic relationship i think that's a big key because she said that they've been separated for a long period of time. 
but they're still legally married. Alright, guys? So, yeah. So, ever since that came out this week, it's been blowing up everywhere in the internet. It's all over my timeline. Um, but, yeah. Um, Jada was saying that him and Will never referred to each other as husband and wife for, like, um, for several years, even before the Oscars. So, the... And you know, guys, with the Oscars, Will Smith smacked Chris Rock, and it was uh, just a lot been happening with this couple. Like, what do you have to say, Shelda? It's from, okay, I have yeah. different views and different opinions on this, but I think if someone who you're married to, right, and you guys, he hasn't called you wife in a long time, and you haven't called him husband in a long time, can risk his career slap someone while defending you on a public platform yeah as big as the oscars that secret would have been between us mm. like i i that secret would have been between us like i, I would have protected your reputation and not like let everyone into our marriage right but you know i i agree with shelda and then i was doing more research on it guys like will also had a book who came out which is called will mm -hmm. came out in 2021 and he did mention that and you know let me literally he said um our our marriage wasn't working we could no longer pretend we were both miserable and clearly something had to change that's what he said in his memoir, too, as well. So it's just like, people been peeped this about them, right? He literally put it on a book. And now Jada is kind of just adding more information. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't buzzing crazy in 2021 that it is now. So it's like, Will been you, right? That their relationship, you know what I'm saying? Their relationship had problems. Wait, did he say in the book that um, they're separated? Separated? Yeah, that that's what... I, I did see some things on the... Um, while I was researching, I did see he put that, um, but it, I haven't really looked in the book to make sure, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But it is said that he said that, and it's just, it's probably different now that Jada's putting it out. Who knows? Or maybe media is just, they, I guess, because, I don't know, maybe they're villainizing Jada because she's a woman. Mm, hot take. I... I feel like, because a lot of people are saying that you shouldn't be talking about your marriage for profit. That's what they're telling Jada right now. Which, I I understand what they're saying. Um, because she's now coming, every time, it is it is strange. Every time Jada is coming in the internet, it's always have to do with Will. And um, it's always something about her. Like last time, before even the Oscar, it was her and August Alsina. It was the entanglement? Yes, entanglement thing. And um, Red Table Talk, you know, mm -hmm. was blowing up. This time is Worthy, mm -hmm. her book. But the issue is that her book is telling her, is about her life. It's her memoir. So everything she's expressing to you guys, feeling about, like saying to you guys, just she's telling how it is in her book. So yeah. who are you to be like, why is she saying her business out? When she's literally coming out with a memoir, she's promoting the book. And in the book, she talks about the Oscars. She talks about her relationship with Will. You know what I'm saying, Shelda? And I think it's important to notice, uh, to mention that on Red Table Talk, um, I think it it was an episode with her, Will, and her mom. She had mentioned that she did not want to get married. Mm. Did you ever see that episode? No. It was a clip. Um, she did not want to get married. I think in the clip, 
I might not be quoting this properly, but she was saying how she was crying on that day. She did not want to get married. Oh, her this was mom before... wanted her to, and Will wanted to. Yeah. Oh, this was before. I her think it was Will. before the entanglement. Oh wow. And then during the entanglement, her and Will had that conversation one on one on Red Table Talk, and that's when they said bad marriage for life. Oh wait, wait. So time out. When she said she didn't want to get married, this was before her and Will was gonna go up and like marry each other yeah oh so she was having second thoughts about yeah. that to marrying each yeah, other she did not want to get married wow and i feel like okay from i guess from a woman's perspective right if she did not want to get married but she did it because that's what you wanted and that's what her mom wanted then if i've spent already if i spent 20 years already that's all my prime years then it's really bad marriage for life two kids too you know what i mean you know. I mean, if she didn't want to get married at first and now she's already married, she she might as well work it out. And I think we're also another, you know, another perspective. I think we're also used to seeing a lot of people call it quit, like divorcing left and right. And that black um, and black relationships, too. Yeah. Black relationships. And this is not to praise dysfunction or anything. I'm not praising dysfunction. But sometimes when we see people together for 30 plus years, we praise that we like that and as we should and we idolize that you know what i'm saying sometimes we don't see the work that goes into maintaining a marriage maintaining an institution so with her she's kind of like i guess letting us know how real it is that you can be married to someone and somehow for a few years you guys are living separate lives right I just feel like it's so interesting because it's just like Will really shows that he really loved this woman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The like, but he's not a he's not a victim though. He's not a victim, of course not. But it's just like, like it's just the way it's being portrayed. Like it's just like damn. And then Will, like you know, because today we're shooting this on Sunday, but Will just earlier this morning he was posted like notifications off. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, photo. I saw that. Like he he knows what's up. Yeah. He knows what's up. He read the book like they know. Mm-hmm. And it's just us that's like, "Oh my gosh, Jada, mm-hmm. like you're doing this to Will, but Will, I bet you, I feel like Will knows what's going on." Yeah, at the end of the day, when that money come in, it's going to go to both of them. Right. Because they're a unit. <laughs> and Sheldon is right. Like on the Red Table Talk, they said we will ride together, we will die together. Mm-hmm. Bad marriage for life. So you know what? That's how we will end the Jada and Will conversation. But I I do feel like, um, I don't know. Actions does speak louder than words. And I feel like this was the example of that. This whole commotion that's going on with Jada right now. So yeah, so that's what happened. Uh, there's uh, there's an, um, another thing that happened that I really want to speak about was that um, World Mental Health day was on october 10th mm-hmm. this past week and um yeah i just want to speak on that of like how crucial mental health is and um guys i had um during that time i had a couple residents because you guys know i'm an ra um and they would pull up to me and be like angie i need help or angie like can you guide me or stuff like that and it made me realize like i wasn't raised in that way like it was always like get yourself together or put yourself together and just to be around people who can admit when they need help is very like um refreshing in a sense um 
and I'm just tying it with just real mental health of how like I'm just a little bit peeping that people are more asking for help mm -hmm. when they're going through times yeah yeah like we mentioned before vulnerability is important and mm -hmm. the only way that you can receive the help that you need is if you're vulnerable enough to ask for help and this and is just coming from Shelda Shelda you don't I don't even I never even seen Shelda cry I never even yes. seen Shelda cry like and Shel like like you wouldn't know what's going on in Shelda's life you know no I'm not a vulnerable person at all well Shelda's <laughs> not admitting that word hey Shelda's not admitting it hey you know like I mentioned in the beginning but you know learning yeah. how to be vulnerable I'm learning how to talk about you know difficult topics right not just you know and it it, it all pays off because the more you process certain things and the more you're able to talk about it, the it feels relieving. Like oh, wow. you feel a relief. And I guess it just speaks to how good of an RA you are, how good of a person you are for someone to feel confident enough to come to you. And, and talk to you about stuff yeah. like that. And when you didn't talk about your past or any situation, Shelda, like how did you deal with it? Did you just keep it inside yeah wow yeah wow so i guess um i to me keeping stuff in, inside a lot does take a toll on me a lot because it drives me crazy it makes me feel and it does eventually explode people are right when you keep a lot of stuff mm -hmm. does explode so shelter is right when i talk to somebody because i don't know if you shelter because me because i don't feel like i'm vulnerable either but I do have like times where I do some if it's very big and it's impacting me, I do talk to people about it. It don't have to be some stranger or something or yeah. whatever, but I do because that does help um, when it comes to me. I don't know if the same with you, Shelda. It, it does help. Like mm -hmm. I said, it's, it feels like a relief. It does help, but... For me, it's just a struggle. Like, vulnerability has always yeah. been. And I think it's how we raise in the Haitian household. Hot take? Probably. I really yeah. feel like it's in the Haitian household to, to for boys and girls, to make you, like... You ever heard of Jalapasi Lapasi? My mom would like, say that. I don't know how to translate that, but it just means, like, it is what it is, basically. That's mm -hmm. what it means. Like, it is what it is. And so you just have to learn to pick yourself up and keep going. Like, yeah. mental health is not something that we talk about in yeah. our community. At all. Even to this day, if I go back to my parents, talk to them, they'll be like, what are you talking about? Just yeah. get yourself together. What you press how? You have a house. Exactly. If I get bills to go through, you You don't have no bills you've got to pay. So people are listening like, what is Shelda saying right now? <laughs> but she's saying like, you you don't have bills to pay. You don't have, you don't have, I'm taking care of you. What do you mean you're, yeah, like, like you're upset? Yeah, like you mean like you're, you're sad or you're emotional? You're like Yo, Shelda, I remember this day. I was, my friend, she broke my, I forgot what she did, but she like made me so sad. I ran to my mom <laughs> and I'm like, mom, you like... <laughs> She hurt me. She like she she talked behind my back. My mom is like, "That's what you get." Who told you? They're, to make me they're a friend like that. Like no, they can't give you comfort like at all. She was like, "Suck it up and make sure you don't um, meet somebody like her again." And I'm like, "Damn!" Like you know, not I, even a hug. Not even <laughs> a hug, bro. That's crazy for real though. Mm. And you know, um, and even to this day, I never see my mom or my dad cry. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, me personally, I feel like that's, I guess that shows 
what they've been going through and it's projecting on me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Never seen them cry. And I feel like they always been so hard on like, like you shouldn't be crying or what are you doing crying like that? Or what are you doing showing people it's that? It's a sign of weakness. Mm, sign of weakness. Mm, that was good, Sheldon. Yep. And, and it's just being passed over and over and over and over. So, yeah, that's something for um, World's Mental Health Day. And, oh, I do want to talk about one last thing on the on news is that there was something on my TL, and we can tie this for a red flags alert, Shelda. And I don't know if you heard of red flags alert. <laughs> I'm about to put Shelda on right now. But red flags, and for people out there who don't know red flags alert, um, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask you, do you think it's a red flag or not, Shelda, right? Okay. Oh, I can't wait for this, Shelda. <laughs> Basically, oh, this was just in the TL, but I've been heard this, guys. So basically, um, so the shade room posted this, and it was like something surfing where like, do you mind if your partner pass gas, um, around you, or uh, like if they're using the bathroom, should they open the door around you and stuff? And then Sheldon, okay, so I had a coworker <laughs> when I was working at this warehouse job, and um, shout out him out there. I don't want to say his name. I don't want to say his name, but. He was like, if a girl pass out in front of me, like, we're done. Like, if she doodles or all of that in front of me, we're done and stuff. And I'm like, that's your girlfriend. That's somebody. Like, at the time, it was like, this might be your girlfriend or somebody you might be in a long relationship exactly. with. And you thinking past gas is a turn off. But if you do it, it's okay. Like, it don't make sense, Sheldon. And then they were like, it's not very ladylike. Red flag alert. Red flag it's so immature. Yeah. <laughs> that is so immature. Because we already know it's a natural thing that happens. Right. Um, obviously, when you want to do it, you should try to excuse yourself. And that works That works for both parties. But um, you already know, like, pooping, shitting, however you want to call it, that's something that happens naturally. Like, Facts. Like, you need, if you don't poop, something is wrong with you. No, for real. Like, I don't, yo, I don't know what's good with guys out like, there. I, they have such a perception <laughs> of women. Like, it's just, it be getting me tight. Like, I remember one day I was dealing with a coworker, and, like, you know how girls naturally, like, have hair, like, right oh, here. Yeah, yeah, okay. Or hair right mm -hmm. here on your arms. Oh, mm -hmm. for people who are listening, because this is a visual. But it's, I'm talking about your arms or even, like, right, like, your knuckles or little hair. They'll be like, yeah, turn off, turn off, turn off. It's like we always have to wax. We always have to confine ourselves for y'all, bro. And, mm -mm. like, you know what I'm saying? Ew, that was a crazy thing. But I agree with Shelda, but I think it's a red flag. Like, what you mean? Like, this is a natural thing. Exactly. Like, that's weird. I feel like I don't know if Shelda agrees, like, because maybe this is, like, immature men versus grown men. Honest, I think it's just immature. Yeah, I think I think it is immaturity. Because mm, the people I talked to about it, it, it was my coworker. He was he's he was thirty at the time. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like I think it's even when I saw it on the shade room, it was two grown men talking about it, Shelda. It wasn't like on some eighteen year old. No, bro. So it's just so. Like, what is she supposed to do? Mm, that's a good. Not, oh, like go away. But, like, I guess, like, get away from them. Like, hide it, essentially. So they don't know. But it's just like, what? And you, in front of you, bro? Bye, bro. You know what I'm saying, Shelda? Ah, so that's what happened. That got me tight, guys. But <laughs> um, because we're coming to time. Oh, my gosh, guys. Like, um, 
I'm gonna end it off with an ain't saint question. All right. So ain't saint question showed that it's just like a, a reflective, psychological, thought provoking question to end off the pod. But it got so this week showed that I was thinking like a lot of people. When we see people, a lot of the times to make sure they're good, we'd be like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the response be like, what do you think the response be, Shelda? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm good. Yes, okay, yeah, Yo, you see, Shelda, you know, bro. A lot of people will be like, yeah, are you okay? And then the, the, the response would be like, I'm good, right? And I was thinking about that. I'm like, why don't people actually, because I feel like a lot of people that say I'm good is just an immediate response. Mm-hmm. It's never like I'm good, it's just... I feel like are you okay and I'm good's just been it's now a res- how would I say it's like saying to somebody like how are you and somebody's saying I'm fine I'm doing yeah I think are you okay is becoming and I'm good is becoming something like that where it's just a common thing to ask and that's the common response to give yeah I agree I do realize that I also do it like mm, same here same here re- like I think I don't know if it's just Americans or, but I feel like we use it as a way to greet. Like, hi, how are you? You don't even wait for them to answer. You just keep going. Right. I'm like, oh, I'm good. How are you? Good. And y'all, this, th- that entire conversation happened in like, what, less than 20 seconds? And both parties are walking. But I, I like, I, I when do. somebody says, hi, how are you? Like, they're not expecting you to go well, you know, and right. actually tell you. But I think there's a how are you and are you okay? Mm-hmm. There's, a di- there's a different show, though. So how are you? Okay, it's like, all right, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. How are you, bro? But are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Like, that's like different. Are you okay is probably coming from a place of concern. Mm. But yeah. You would have to know the person to know that something is off for you to ask them, like, hey, are you okay? No, Shelda has a point. Are you Are you okay? It is coming from, like, that person is thinking of concern, but the always response is I'm good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I've peeped that. A lot of people do say I'm good instead of actually saying like how they're really feeling feeling you know what i'm saying and i was thinking of like how we came to this or like how is i'm good like the immediate response Mm -hmm. like we give and i feel like a lot of the times i feel like it depends who i'm talking to like if somebody's saying are you okay depending on the person if i'm not close to them i'll be like i'm good yeah same right but i do notice a lot of the time show that i would do if if somebody close to me say are you okay but i'm not ready to like whatever i'd be like i'm good too and i uh, it's just a big topic that i wanted to talk about on the pod because um i was thinking like should we let go of that even if it's somebody close because if you're really not okay and that person is really genuinely looking out for you and want to know is it that bad not to say you know, I'm not really feeling good right now, but I don't want to talk about it. Or, yeah, I'm not going to lie, I've been having a crappy day. You know? I guess it goes back to our conversation of vulnerability. Not only does that person have to feel comfortable to talk about it, but the person that's also asking the question has to be able and willing to listen. I, For mm. me, sometimes it comes from a place like even you, Angie, if you're asking me if I'm okay, I don't know how your day is going. So I don't want to like... Put, I don't know what your capacity is, so I don't want to put a lot on you. Right, right, right. I feel like I don't want to throw it on you, and now your mood is affected, or like your day is affected because of because of how I'm feeling. That that's how I think about it. But 
I guess that's just because I feel like I don't want to burden other people. So I'm right. Just like, oh, I'm okay. No, Sheldon has a point with you that know? because people. I met a lot of people who they trauma dump on somebody, and it takes so much of a toll. Tra yeah. Trauma dump. That's yeah, trauma right. dump. Mm -hmm. And it takes so much of a toll that, like, they can't, sometimes they can't handle that. Yeah. Like, but if I'm, if the person is actually, are you okay? Mm -hmm. They're already saying, hey. Like, they're opening up the space exactly, for you to talk. Exactly. You know? I just hope that, you know, guys out there, if you're somebody that constantly does say I'm okay, like, just test out saying, you know, I'm not having a good day right now, but I don't want to talk about it. Like, Try to change the word a bit because yeah. I do feel like constantly saying I'm I'm good, it's gonna affect you. like it's gonna take a toll on you, and I feel like not a lot of people acknowledge when that person is saying are you are you okay. It really is coming out of concern, and sometimes just saying I'm I'm good is really putting a wall on yeah. that other person who's really trying to look out for you. You know, in a sense. Um, I agree. Yeah. That's a good thing. We should challenge ourselves to do that. Yeah, let's you, Angie. Yeah, we. But it let's also, challenge ourselves, yeah, guys. <laughs> it also creates an opportunity to build stronger bonds with other people, whether okay. it's in a romantic relationship, in a platonic relationship, like Jada and Tupac, oh my God. <laughs> or or in like a social environment. Like right. it gives you an opportunity. Like that's one positive aspect of being vulnerable. You get to create a positive bond with whoever you're talking with mm -hmm. regardless of the relationship so it is important that we do challenge ourselves and the way that we choose to express ourselves especially with the love with our loved ones and those that we know care about us right because sometimes my mom asks me like hey are you okay like how was your day and i'll just be like oh it's good because it's the short answer it's the easy answer, but it's not always the right answer. Right, right. And, you know, Sheldon already told y'all, like, uh, let's just create that challenge. And then um, we'll revisit next week, guys, on the next podcast. But thank you for listening and watching out there, guys. Um, I, I don't be saying this a lot, but I'm going to say it. Follow Ain't Same Podcast. Subscribe, like, comment, rank anything y'all um but i appreciate everyone who continue to listen every week and be back at it next week guys all right um bye. thank you for listening bye guys <laughs> <laughs>